Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 48 of Robots on Typewriters. Episode 48. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say at the top, it is. there's like this catastrophic thunderstorm rolling into my area and I don't... So this <laughs> might be the last episode. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I just... It, it could just be cacophony for the rest of the episode. I don't know. It might be just rain. We'll see. I just want to say that and I'll cut it out if I have to. What are we doing here? What are you doing? What am I doing? What are any of us doing on this world? I don't know. (laughs) All right, bye. (laughs) Okay, see ya. (laughs) You're glad I asked you to just do the zesty hat already. No, wait, that's not what I asked you to do at all. Um, No, uh, this is Robots and Typewriters. It is a podcast where we talk about all the kinds of funny, entertaining, creative things that people use computers and AI and different kinds of random generation and stuff like that to make. And um, we have two segments. And the first one is our zesty hat, where we talk about something interesting that we have found recently um, or you just want to talk about you know whatever or and then <laughs> or we do the trashy toy um and then we do the trashy toy which is uh we play a game and we employ some of the tools and stuff that we have um come to know and love that people use to make this stuff and make some stuff of our own and have a yeah, great normally time cooking. we normally make food just kidding <laughs> we normally make food but today we're we're making <laughs> comedy um gross (laughs) but yeah today it is my turn for the zesty hat and um i saw this thing like probably like last week and i'm really glad that i saw it again on twitter today because it reminded me that it exists um did i tell you or have you seen this um yourself the uh youtube channel that is streaming 24 7 ai generated death metal i have not seen that that sounds real cool yeah, uh, so um, all the information that I'm getting, I'm reading off of an article uh, from motherboard.vice.com. Um, so this is a, a thing called DataBots. Um, it has been uh, all month been streaming death metal nonstop, and it is um, the YouTube channel. Actually, I'm going to send this over to you so that you can hear some of what's going on right now. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty fucking crazy. Um so uh, this was developed by CJ Carr and Zach Zukowski, two musicians and technologists who met at uh, Berkeley College of Music in Boston. And um, they, what they've done is they've trained a recurrent neural network on a bunch of death metal. And it is, um, there is actually um, something that I have not looked at and should have, um, a 2017 paper that uh, they penned about data bots. Um, I'm saying it Dada like the like the art movement. I'm assuming that's what we're what it's going I'm for, sure right? That's what they're going for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, it is uh, streaming nonstop. And um, earlier when I was listening to it today, it was totally different from what I'm hearing now. Which what I'm what we're hearing now is kind of like what you imagine death metal to be. But earlier it was just kind of like a weird. Um, like staticky drone, like like um, oh. yeah. It was it was really weird. And when I like opened it up like a cup like last week or something, it it was almost like 
a little bit lighter and more melodic and like, but still like, it still sounded like death metal, but like chill death metal. So it like, it seems to be very dynamic and changing all the time, which is really interesting. And today when I was, when I, when I opened it up earlier today, I was like, huh, this wouldn't be a bad thing to like have on in the background while you're studying or something, but what's on Uh, right now would be a bad, (laughs) I know. Yeah. Like what, what is on right now would be a terrible thing to have on in the background while you were studying. Um, Uh, Okay. I'm browsing the paper right now because I had some questions and they are being answered for me. As far as I can tell, so the first question I was going to ask is like, what was this, like, how was this trained? Like, Mm -hmm. is it trained like, you know, the music and the lyrics and the instrumentation or something? Or like, Mm -hmm. how, how? Uh, How? It's trained on audio, which makes a lot of sense. Audio comes in, audio comes out. Mm -hmm. That's that's something uh, Janelle Shane likes to point out when people named Keaton Patty uh, Mm -hmm. try to (laughs) overclaim what they're what they're doing with neural nets that you get mm-hmm. in you get out what you put in now, put in music get out sheet music <laughs> well i mean you could have put in sheet music got out sheet music and then had yeah. some kind of music synthesizer play that true or, yeah i mean there, there's a lot of different ways this could be accomplished and they kind of talk about that in the paper but it seems like what they did was feed samples of music uh with the idea being that this this neural net would be good at uh, modeling the transitions within music so like mm. what ha- like events one change from like one thing happening in a piece of music to the next so it seems like what they did was feed a ton of audio of music that was i guess annotated in some specific way that they wanted um yeah it was an eight second chunks of raw audio randomly oh. shuffled up and basically looking for parts that since it was like randomly selected chunks of eight second pieces it would make it so there's lots of like discontinuous things i guess so there's a lot of transitions between parts okay um and it seems like they used a lot of different kinds of music or a lot of different kinds of metal at least to train it so yeah uh very cool using yeah eight second clips of metal to make what i mean i only listened very briefly just now yeah. <laughs> but what sounded like uh continuous songs right yeah and because yeah the the, the bot i guess would have gotten really good at making something sound like it keeps going i guess yeah. <laughs> like that's hard yeah, to explain yeah, yeah. but it's good at like the time transitions yeah it's very it's very cool um and like something i i saw in this article is like clearly like there's no like there's no words so like anything that sounds like human voice is just like you know nonsense just like nonsense sounds which is like kind of trippy and and weird um but it is just it's it's a super cool thing um and uh yeah so i just closed the tab because i'm dumb but um i think you can find it on dada bots official is the the name of the channel um, that it's on and it's a it's a live it's a live YouTube video always going so check it out for sure it is uh it's 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 very cool and different it's a cool project uh you can also check their stuff out on dadabots.com they mentioned oh, the paper okay. where they have some albums that they've made <gasps> oh, using I did see that. this yeah. tool including uh deep the beatles which i'm going to need to check oh. out later which was oh, trained on god. the beatles one uh oh anthology. my god Hell yeah, that's amazing. We're definitely gonna have to check. They train that out it on later. thirty second audio clips of the Beatles, so okay. I'm guessing that sounds 
even trippier where it's like more continuous like chunks yeah. <laughs> of beetle stuff well um yeah thank well first of all thanks for uh uh <laughs> having the wherewithal to read the paper <laughs> when That's this was all my I do hat <laughs> all day all the time reading papers um, <clears throat> i brought this hat did zero research um so thanks for doing the research on the fly because i sure wasn't gonna um so uh so yeah check that out databots very interesting project um thank you very good uh before yeah. you put that hat away oh let me get a quick nibble of that uh -oh. zesty zesty hat Okay. <laughs> um, so first of all, I still want to keep on hawking uh, Plan My Day Bot. Yeah. Plan My Day Bot was recently punched up a bit, and I'll explain how in just a second. But I also want to say, if you're not already following our first Twitter bot, iShipItBot, aka OTP Bot, uh, you really should check that out because it's also been punched up in the same way. Mm. So these two bots um, both... So I ship it bot was originally from a giant list of Wikipedia, uh, the category like char fictional characters on Wikipedia, mm -hmm. which has its ups and downs. Um, <laughs> yeah. It meant there were thousands and thousands of possible characters, which is great. But on the other hand, it meant there's lots of characters that we don't know, lots of things that aren't really a fictional character. It's like a image file or like mm -hmm. a, a page called like list of spider-man villains or something yeah um so i wanted a way to punch it up and make it a little more specific to picking out well-known fictional characters something a little closer to the original kind of aim of this bot at the same time uh, i wanted to improve plan my day bot by suggesting more varied locations uh, especially the generic locations mm. for people who don't have their city in the bot yet oh cool cool so both of these bots were improved using the knock list oh uh, the knock list is the non-official characterization list uh, oh. Part of the Prosecco network made by Tony Veal, a researcher in computational creativity and a lecturer at UCD, who I am currently in a class of, with, taught <laughs> by. Um, he wrote a book about computational creativity with Mike Cook of Proc Jam, who we've talked about on this show before. Yeah. And yeah, so Tony put together the knock list for uh, it's mainly for a storytelling project he has called Skeletrics, which I'll talk about on a different hat. But the knock list is um, triples of characters, uh, locations, and activities. And it also has all kinds of other things to help tell stories, like item articles of clothing and worlds and weapons and superlatives and antonyms. Mm. And all of these lists have like upwards of hundreds of examples but unlike something like wikipedia these lists are really impressive and really useful because they are handwritten like okay yeah tony took the time to put these together himself which is crazy um <laughs> and the the kind of idea behind it is that there was no really good list of like these sorts of things for like making stories or making creative stuff using fictional characters so he did it because people need that tool and it's awesome yeah now it's there so the knock list is available if you go to github and look up prosecco network you can find the knock list 
I use the knockless places to add about 200 uh, somewhat generic but like exciting locations to nice. plan my day by and to add about 300 well-known fictional characters to I ship it bot and I made nice. I ship it bot pick those characters out a lot more than it picks the Wikipedia things out Thank now. Thank God. So. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So yeah, two bots greatly improved by the knock list, which is a, a really handy tool for anyone who's into computational creativity or who needs uh, data sets for storytelling in some way or another. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Uh, that brings us to today's trashy toy. Yeah. But it's also a good segue to talk about a new kind of initiative we're going to start doing here on Robots on Typewriters. And that's making everything we do here like completely open source and available to everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we talk about really appreciating other people doing. So. Yeah, so instead of being the rude, greedy <laughs> assholes we were, yeah. I finally took the 30 seconds it takes to make a GitHub repository, put all of our data sets on there, and put the couple of games and tools that I've made for uh, non-botnik and non-text-gen RNN stuff on there. So, yeah, you can... Go to github.com slash robots on typewriters, and anytime we play a game that involves a data set we collected or that involves any kind of code that I had to write, uh, I'll put it right on here so you can check it out yourself. Yeah, that's and awesome. you can play with it and, you know, do whatever you want with the data sets I have or I made. Yeah. At the same time, we have a new tool that I didn't know existed before today, but I'm really excited about, which is Collaboratory. That's like Google Docs for Python code, which means anytime we use TextGen RNN on this show, we can now also paste the link to the exact like file we were using. And you, the listener, even if you have no coding ability or interest in like doing any of this at all, can go right in there and play with the exact toys we were playing with and like make your own generations and basically see that we're not, you know, making this up out of nowhere that we have uh all of our code right there that you can generate the same stuff with yourself that's so fun <laughs> that's awesome so yeah that's exciting and i ha we have a very exciting game this week that we like teased last week <laughs> yes and that is balderdash the first ever robots on typewriters balderdash and i think this is something we might end up playing some more this was suggested by casey mcdonough and it's based on the uh it's not a board game. I guess it's like a, a card game slash parlor game. Balderdash. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so Balderdash involves five different categories of uh, word games. They are, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what they all are. Uh, okay, well, yeah. I gave Allison a bunch of tools, and there I made five different games that are strongly tied to the five different categories of Balderdash. So we're going to take turns... Uh, randoming up what category we're going to have and then making for each other the the round the the game we're going to play okay so i need you to open up the chooser randomizer first okay uh, i'll choose first so i got movie all right movie has two parts in real balderdash there's you get a card with just a movie title on it and all players have to say what the plot of that movie is in robots on typewriters balderdash we play a lightning round of real net Nick, and then oh. we do that. So 
if you go onto our Google Doc, you'll see real net is the link to the collaboratory and Nick. So yeah. you can go ahead and pick one of those three and pick or make a movie for me. While you Ooh, do that, okay. I will explain. So these movies come from a list of all of the terrible B-movies that have been done on Mystery Science Theater 3000. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right now, ladies. <laughs> I actually say that a lot to myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right now, lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to be clear as well, when we say real net or Nick, uh, if this is your first time listening, when we say... That game, it is a guessing game between if something is a real thing that exists, is made by a botnik keyboard, uh, that's the generative text keyboards, or it is a neural network creation made using TextGen RNN. Okay, I've got something for you. Give me that title. Gunslinger versus Kitten. Gunslinger versus Kitten. Okay, very good title. Um... So I didn't anticipate this, but based on how slowly you created it, I'm saying <laughs> it's probably a botnik creation. You're correct. Um. Uh, so Gunslinger versus Kitten, I'm going to say was a movie about like, I'm, I'm going to guess it's like a, or I'm going to say it's like a Terminator style movie. Oh, kind of okay. crossed with like a Godzilla kind of movie. So okay. like there's a... There's a robot man, like half gun, half like more gun than man <laughs> kind of man, like a Terminator, okay. um, a, a gun Fegnicoli. A gun Fegnicoli Dark Ragam. Uh, so there's that guy, and he's like humanity's last hope at defeating like a, a giant mutant cat that is terrorizing. Uh, probably oh. not New York City. This is probably too low budget for that. So maybe terrorizing like, I don't know. Tampa, oh. Florida. Okay. <laughs> I was I thought you were going to say that like the the big old terminator guy like had one weakness and it was his love for this kitten. And it was kind uh, of like a um yeah, I yeah, I like I, a I King was Kong say, situation. Yeah, yeah, but that's good too. Yep. It is good too. <laughs> uh All right, will you hit the chooser for me and tell me your category? My category is word. Okay, words is basically going to be the script National Spelling Bee, a game we've played on this show okay. before. Um, the original version of this in Balderdash is you get a really uncommon word that like no one's heard of, and you have to guess what it means or propose a definition for that word. Our version of this will be script National Spelling Bee. So I got the list of unusual words from balderdash i have trained a neural network on those words and i will give you one you'll need to spell it and propose a definition for it <laughs> okay uh your word is gugarium gugarium oh, okay um so wait you would like me to spell it not just yeah, tell you what it is it. all right gugarium I'm gonna say G O O G A R I U M. Perfect. Yep. And no, can you really? Yeah, you got it. Holy shit! Now, can you tell me what a gugarium is? Yeah. So a gugarium is um that's uh it's it's one of those like it was kind of one of those like '90s 
toys fads. It was like, um, you know, some people had pet rocks, some people had sea monkeys, and some people had gugariums. They were like aquariums or terrariums where you just like you threw like a big old bucket of slime in there, I guess. Well, so it was like a it was a 2010s fad crossed with a 90s (laughs) fad. Yeah, well, so it wasn't kind of like modern slime. We d- it wasn't the the kind of slime that we have with our with modern technology today. It was that kind of like shitty Nickelodeon slime kind of thing that that was common back then. Like it would come mm-hmm. in like a gross um little plastic tub and you would just squish it and it would be the most disgusting thing in the world. Um if you didn't want to touch it and just watch it grow, you <laughs> hopefully it wouldn't grow, but you could just throw it in the gugarium. And, and ah. put a put a heat lamp on it, yeah. Right. Yep. Sounds perfect. Throw some rocks, moss in there. Yeah. Uh. Awesome. Great. Yeah. I mean, the I we don't really have a way of scoring this game, so we can just keep saying cool. Yes. Good. <laughs> good, good one. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Now it's my turn to spin the wheel again. Let's see what I get. I got initials. Uh. This is an old favorite of ours. So Ooh. I'm going to open up randomlist.com and it's going to give me four letters and I have ah, to say what those playing, letters stay for. We're playing Gorp. Yeah, we're playing. Well, I don't have to make food with it. We're actually playing sure. uh, Turkish Boys Need Lovin'. Oh, yeah, we are playing Turkish Boys Need Lovin'. Uh, I got D-A-L-Y. I got no alibi. <laughs> I'm Daly. I'm Tom Daly. Uh, <laughs> gay British diver? <laughs> is that yeah. him? Okay. Uh, daily, D-A-L-Y. Dads against litigious yogurt. All right. Sounds like my dad, honestly. You wanna you wanna give me one for D A L Y? I think this sure. is the kind of game we should both put <laughs> yeah. something forward for. Sure. Um, drunk at Lauren's yacht. You never, you don't want to be there. We've all been there, but like, you know, you get that text from from your friend last night. It's like, oh my god, how how was last night? Was it fun? And it was like, yeah, it was fun, but like, Mark, Mark was D A L Y. I thought you were gonna say it's like a good thing. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> any plans this weekend? Yeah, it's gonna be a gonna hashtag D A L Y Sunday. Dally. Yeah, we're gonna be Dally and Bally. <laughs> Gonna be Dally at Bally's dying <laughs> casino in Atlantic City. <laughs> okay, very good. Park the yacht right off the boardwalk. <laughs> you think you could park a yacht there? Like, would Atlantic City care? How could they at this point? Yeah, they'd just be happy someone's visiting. Yeah. All right, you want to hit the chooser? Two more categories we haven't explored yet. Ooh, well, I got one. I got law. Ooh, I want you to open up the botnet keyboard while I explain this one. Uh, No, I'm actually going to open it up. (laughs) So this one is in the real version of Balderdash. You one one character, one player. (laughs) One player gets a card with a real law on it and everyone has to. So there's like a cutoff point. So it's like, you know, in Fresno, it's illegal to and everyone has Mm. to finish that law. So mm-hmm. I have prepared a botnet keyboard based on the uh, city ordinances of the town we grew up in. <laughs> okay. So wait, am I writing it for you? 
So I'll write the first half okay. and you have to tell me how this law ends. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Corporate shall be paid by. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> um, so for me, the word corporate now will forever be associated with my mother thinking that the people at McDonald's <laughs> thinks corporate. that she is corporate. No. Uh huh. That <laughs> corporate will be paid by. You can use the botnet keyboard to finish. Yeah, this wait. If you want. I was. I didn't know if that's what I was supposed to do or not. Yeah. And why not? Yeah. To. I didn't why look. Not? This this game has a lot of data and not a lot of rules. A lot of data and not a lot of potatoes. Yeah. Get yourself a man who can do both data <laughs> and potato. He's got the data, but he don't got the potato. <laughs> yeah, that's why I came to Ireland to do uh, HCI. I want to be. I want to oh, get yeah. good at data and potato. You, you're, you're gonna have it all. Corporate shall be paid by the municipal attorney of any such dog. Hmm. Right. Yes. <laughs> so dogs famously not only have attorneys but they have lots of attorneys like with very <laughs> yeah. specific roles so like yeah, you have your yeah, 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 municipal yeah, yeah. attorney or and like i mean in our town every dog's gotta have like a divorce attorney a mm. real estate attorney every single one it yeah it's it's crazy every dog also has his day in our town <laughs> i mean like probably yeah it's uh okay dogs I just hit the randomizer and also got law, so you can, right. you can spin me up a law while you're here. All right. How about no private sidewalk area shall be? No private sidewalk area shall be crockery to the public. <laughs> People in our town famously always eaten off the sidewalk. <laughs> straight off the sidewalk. We this come is from actually, a real I, hick town. <laughs> I think I, I think I remember the summer that this became uh became a law. It was the hottest summer, hottest summer we'd ever felt, and um kids were cracking eggs on the sidewalk left and right. Yeah, in our town, and the saying was, "It's so hot you could eat an egg directly off the sidewalk." <laughs> and yeah, kids were getting sick, and so this this law wasn't. It's not even like a. It's just for your safety, really. Yeah, it's yeah. Our town's pretty backwards. Yeah. Yeah, our town's fucked up. They don't want you eating shit off the sidewalk. Yeah, that's it was basically a footloose situation. <laughs> then that kid came to town and was cracking eggs all over the bike path. Johnny eggs. Johnny eggs. Johnny <laughs> sunny side. Kevin Bacon. Oh no, how did we miss that? <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Put on um, your breakfast shoes. <laughs> You have breakfast shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, hit that chooser for me. Let's see what you got. We got initials. Oh, Playing hey, some hey. Turkish boys need loving. If you're confused about what we're talking about with Turkish boys need loving, <laughs> we're we used to have a podcast with the initials TBNL, <clears throat> and we played this initials game without even knowing about Balderdash. C E L N. You want me to go first for this? Yeah, you can go first. All right. Capture every last nugget. Ooh, capture every... <laughs> is that the new, like, Mickey D's, like, uh, like McDonald's tagline? Yeah, 
yeah, they're, they're like they want it. They want it to sound like YOLO, but it just like <laughs> doesn't. At it also all. <laughs> sounds like it's a little bit like a Pokemon Go situation where there's like it nuggets does. out in the world, you, like a oh a, yeah, an ARG is, where you can capture yeah. nuggets. It's McDonald's new branded ARG. That sounds like the worst thing I could possibly imagine. <laughs> okay, you want to take a stab at C E L N? L N. Yeah, it's a Canadian emergency land navigators that's uh-huh. like so there's that's the what ma- they call G- gps's they're just they just don't know what they're talking about up <laughs> no there. no like so there's the mounties that ride horses mm-hmm, but then there's mm-hmm. like the canadian emergency land navigators uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> that yeah, ride yeah, yeah. like really tall horses and like uh-huh. giraffes <laughs> just yeah. to help navigate the land in emergencies. Right, yeah. It's really good that we've gotten that new technology recently that allows um, people to communicate with giraffes because before that, the people had to like ride up on their necks and it was like really <laughs> bad for the giraffe's necks. But now they're able to like stay on the back and and they can communicate telepathically. Yeah, exactly. It's good that we figured out telepathy for giraffes only. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's like how the police can call in the SWAT team when they have an emergency. The Mounties yeah. can call in the CELN. <laughs> Canadians, fucking wild. Yeah. All right. Uh, my random topic is people. So people is in real Balderdash. You get a person's name, and you have to. Everyone has to describe why that person is famous. What they're famous for. In this balderdash, Allison's going to open up the random button on Wikipedia, hit it until she gets a person, and then I have to guess what this person, why this person has a Wikipedia page. Okay. You know, you can hit, I think it's like Alt-Shift-X on Wikipedia, and it randomizes for you? I disagree. (laughs) Yeah, it's a fake fact I just made up. No. (laughs) Uh, I discovered that today, but it might be a different combination on a Mac. Yeah. All right. Dennis Pushilin. Dennis Pushilin. Um, could you spell the last name? Of course. P-U-S-H-I-L-I-N. All right. I I was kind of wondering if it was like a super Russian name or if it's just, I don't know, a name that I'm not familiar with. Um, (laughs) Dennis Pushilin is a you know what i'm gonna say he is russian he's half russian he's thought to be the only child of anastasia romanoff after she did secretly escape the you know the end of the czars dennis is my favorite uh is my favorite animated musical movie too (laughs) i love dennis i want to be a dennis Um, uh, you're like not, I mean, like you're, yeah, you're right, you got it, you got it. Um, you're like, I don't know, you did pretty good. Um, he is a politician who was the chairman of the People's Soviet, uh, speaker of parliament of the Donetsk People's Republic. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to me. Do you say Donetsk? Don't tell. I didn't, but you did. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say it. You did, man. <laughs> that wasn't my word. That was your words. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think you you got it right. This is the, the long lost son of long lost Anastasia. All right, cool. Great. Glad I got that one. 
Yeah. My round is another law. Hell yeah. All right, let's see what you got. Uh, your law is the person who sells his books is... <laughs> A fucking nerd. <laughs> I finally had money. It's not fair. <laughs> Okay, um th- th- this is yeah, this is actually just about that um about that episode of the of the Twilight Zone. Um the person who sells his books is to be removed from time. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, that worked really well. Yeah, he he once he on- he only had time. What is it? I finally uh, had he time. He finally only had time. <laughs> he finally only had time. But he's removed because he sold his books. Get out of here, buddy. You're not wanted here anymore. Oh, I got another law, too. So we can do... I love the laws. Yeah, I, I love, I love the, the law, law and the law won. <laughs> I love the law and the law loves me. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, a song about being like an upstanding citizen. <laughs> yeah. Any street in question is required to... Any street in question is required to grease, trap, or exhibit goods. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not if you're not getting it by now, our town is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. There's the one guy who sells books and everything else is gross. Yeah. <laughs> There's just greasy streets, people. That's why people are trying to fucking fry eggs on the street. I mean, like, come <laughs> They're on. They're covered in grease. They're hot enough to yeah. fry an egg. It's, yeah. yeah. It's ready for eggs and and well, for bacon. That is our town's motto. When you drive in, it just says, "Welcome to Linwood, ready for eggs." Ready for hot eggs. Hot eggs. Uh, <laughs> um, in this, I feel like in this universe, your parents have too much power in Linwood. They're corporate. <laughs> yeah. They establish the motto of hot eggs. Hot eggs rule the town. <laughs> This is a scary alternate timeline for Linwood. It truly is. This is like <laughs> a weird like sitcom <laughs> episode where it's like, <laughs> what if my parents were in charge? And then it's like dystopian. All right, hit that randomizer and let's see what okay. we're doing next. I, I hit I hit it a lot and I just got law a lot in, the, in a row. So I feel like I'm meant to do another law, but we've been doing a lot of laws. Uh, I'll give you another law. Okay, I like them. The city clerk is not to be. <laughs> the city clerk is not to be standing or seated firmly on the sprinkler. <laughs> <laughs> this was a problem in our town as well. That yeah. the city clerk for years would always stand on the sprinklers, and then they made a law that said the city oh, clerk God. is not to be standing on the sprinklers. <laughs> so the city clerk decided the next week to start sitting firmly on them. He was a real bitch. Oh my god! Yeah, and now, like <laughs> now he just sells books. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man! Let the grass get some water. Yeah, water is for grasses, not, not for asses. But <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> not for Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon was the clerk, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Unrelated. This is, yeah, this is... <laughs> Just another guy named Kevin Bacon. Yeah, well, oh, I, I thought that that's what happened to him after he came to town. and, and He ran and, uh... for mayor, but he got runner up. <laughs> and in our town, like, that means you get, like, city clerk instead. Yeah. All right. I got a movie. 
A movie. Okay. Beat ship. Beat ship? Oh, one word. Beat ship. B-E-A-T? B-E-A-T-S-H-I-P. All right. Beat ship was, uh, first of all, I hope it's net. Is it net? Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Uh, uh, beat ship, I think, is like a soul train kind of movie or like soul plane. <laughs> but then like- so- well, Soul Plane was a movie too. Thing. It's like That's a, a real thing. <gasps> Beat Ship is the sequel to Soul Plane, um, where Soul Plane was so successful. Of course, we all know that movie well. Where <laughs> you know it's just like I guess groovy music on a plane. Uh, yeah, of Beat course. Ship was instead like uh, experimental hip hop, but in a rocket ship. Like NASA yeah. decided to send oh up a God, bunch yeah. of like SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah. to be the first mars astronauts yeah and the whole time they're just making like really wild like emo <laughs> rap <laughs> yeah it was it's yeah it, it really it was ahead of its time having come out in 1987 <laughs> um that's where that's where the name soundcloud got the, the, the website soundcloud got its name from this movie it's actually mm, right. a reference yeah. yeah they traveled through the soundcloud <laughs> yeah 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 all right. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Our our point keeping mechanism. <laughs> um, I got word. Word. Oh, worm. Oh, worm. I got worms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear it. You should see a doctor. <laughs> um, your worm is. <laughs> your word is choil. Oh, a choil. Um. <laughs> Okay. So you're saying language um, of origin is Yiddish. Yeah, it's a child moil. <laughs> Something real weird about a child moil. Yeah, I'm like kind of crying about it now. I hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a child moil. It's exactly as it sounds. Um, Ch, uh, I think I don't know how you fucking spell moil. O y l e. It's it's it's, a uh, it's not how you spell choil. C H O I L. Oh. oh man, it's still a child moil though. It's how um, old do you like? Moil is spelled M O H E L. Wow, wild. What's what do you think the age range is on child moils? Um, well, all the girls and boils want to be a choil. <laughs> I don't know. But probably the- like. <laughs> Uh, eight to ten. Yeah, it's like yeah. before you're like way too ashamed to do something like that, but like <laughs> also you're old enough to like not, you know, kill the baby. <laughs> That's really bad. Okay. Choil. Uh, I got initials. Initials. All right. My initials are U S I U. Ooh. USIU, you would think the US stands for United States, but yeah, it's actually uh, Ukraine slash Soviet <laughs> information understudy. Okay, so it's like um, the, I did. I have always heard that the um, that like the the KGB or whatever <laughs> the, <laughs> is like really theatrical. Like they're all really big into musicals, and so like. They their like ranking structure is is they use a lot of like theater terminology, which is kind of fun when you think about it. 
Yeah, so they had a problem in like the the 60s and 70s when there was all sorts of like political assassinations within mm-hmm. the KGB. So whenever, you know, if you would lose a high-ranking KGB officer because, you know, Khrushchev woke up on the wrong side of the bed that day, you would need someone who could step in and perform like a high-ranking job right away. So everyone in the KGB had an understudy. Right, 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 yeah. An information and also- <laughs> understudy. Uh, you should also tell me what USIU stands for. Oh, shit. USIU. USIU stands for Upside Inside. It's a new dance craze. <laughs> what does the U stand for at the end? <laughs> um, Upside Inside. Ups- <laughs> upside Inside Up. Upside Inside Up, okay, yeah. Upside Inside Up. Actually, that was the name of the behind-the-scenes featurette on um, the movie Up. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, Upside Inside Up. I really was hoping it was going to be a dance craze and you were going to well, have to is. describe the move. Oh, okay. What are the moves? Yeah. Like you? Okay, so, yeah, Upside, yeah, you, you, okay. You, you, <laughs> Upside, you do your Upside first, so, like, you kind of, like, <laughs> chest pump towards the sky. Okay. Yep. Then you like you've got fists, right? And so then you kind of take. Yeah, I got take fists. Your fists. Yeah. And then you like you like bring them in, like punch yourself in the chest almost. So we've got like upside, inside, up, and then you just like throw your hands up to this guy. Okay. Yep. That that all sounds exactly correct. I'll post a video of me doing this if anybody's not clear, because I think it's pretty self-explanatory. But if you're confused, just let me know. Yeah. All right. I got. Worm. Worm. All right. So let me please give you a worm. Yeah, give me a worm. Mr. Worman. <laughs> give me a worm. Okay. Paganatoma. Paganatoma. <laughs> Paganatoma. P A. I almost said, do you want me to spell it for you? <laughs> yes. P A G O N A T O M A. You're very close. It's. P-O-G-O-N-O-T-O-M-A. It's a lot of O's. Yeah. Pogonotoma. Pogonotoma. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So a pogonotoma is a specific kind of like injury, like a blister kind of bruise Mm, thing you get when you use a pogo stick. Oh, no. It sounds kind of bad. Like, it sounds worse than a blister. It's, well, yeah, it's like, well, it's a hematoma. It's like blood trapped under the skin, but it's a specific sort of, like, pogonatoma. So it's a specific sort of injury. So it's like under your chin, but also under, like, your your ankles. (laughs) Because it's like all of the affected areas of a pogo stick hitting you. Yeah, the, the affected areas. It's the. As they, yeah, as they call them, the pogo yeah. zones. The pogo zones. Yeah, that's a, don't go into town at night. That is a pogo zone. <laughs> don't go into town and that whole town is a pogo zone. <laughs> you see, I'm in a place now where instead of saying downtown, you just say into town. So, <laughs> oh, cute. Yeah, this whole place is is made up. <laughs> that's kind of your MO. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, I got another initials. Did All we right. just do initials? No. Yeah, no, give me some letters. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> or give yourself Hoyt. some letters first. <laughs> Hoyt, H-O-Y-T. Oh, she is Hoyt. She is Hoyt, which of course means holding on your thumb. <laughs> 
Uh, is that what you can like? Oh, this bird is great to Hoyt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's a it's a cute name for birds that are shoulder trained that or finger trained, as I say. They they could they'll hold right on your thumb, holding on your thumb. That's what. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, hold it on your thumb. Babies do it too. Some babies are shoulder trained. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. When you can, like, just hold out your thumb and a baby will yeah. clasp on you and then hang yeah. on. Like, if you lift your yeah. whole arm up, the baby will start doing pull-ups on your thumb. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you see a kid you doing that, from? you know they're going to be a choil one day. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. H-O-Y-T. Ham on yam toast. Oh man, I really wanted you to say Tim Tams. <laughs> I was like ham on yam tam, but <laughs> <laughs> ham on yam toast. That actually doesn't sound bad. Have you ever seen people do like yam toast kind of things? Like, no, is make, it like, like an big... avocado toast but with sweet potatoes? No, no. Well, no. Like, like, like. Oh. Think it like slice a sweet potato long a long ways and like uh, stick it in the toaster. Uh, yeah, one can do that. I've not seen it. I think I'm onto something with putting like mashed sweet potato instead of avocado (laughs) on a toast. I I actually agree. I do think that like on some kind of like a, oh, stick with me here. Would that or would that not be good? (laughs) Stick with me here and answer this question. (laughs) Would it or would it not be good on on like cinnamon raisin toast? Uh, I was thinking that. uh, No, yeah, it would be great on like a a French toasty kind of bread, like a a thick, like buttery cinnamony kind of bread. Yeah. I think we're about to make some money on this. Uh, then I putting think, ham yeah. on it, maybe yeah. not. Eh, maybe actually, Why not? you do like maple glazed oh, ham. Guess, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, ham on yam toast. Ham on yam toast. I love it. All right. <laughs> uh, we said we weren't playing Gorp. We played Gorp anyway. Oh, lucky for us, our last game of the day is Laws. Laws. I love them. All right. Do I, so I I set you up right? Yeah, you give me the first okay. half of a law, and I'll hit you with the second half. Okay. Sketches must be approved by. Sketches must be approved by. Uh, bits must be done in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, th- this is this law really hit us hard in high school. Uh, sketches must be approved by house owner or his designated smoking citizens. Okay, really, really like it. Something about this is incredibly relevant to your own home. Yep. I did that one intentionally to be eerie, (laughs) uncanny, my house valley. What is it? Smoking what? Smoking designated smoking citizens? Sketches must be approved by a house owner or his designated smoking citizens. Your house has so many designated smoking citizens. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's wild okay yeah i hate this universe um <laughs> we've accidentally also, constructed a world where my parents are entirely authoritarian also, figures that rule the city imagine, imagine like imagine us in high school if all of our bits and sketches had to be approved <laughs> by them submitted in writing to my dad <laughs> All his random friends can also come through and stamp yeah. it. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the laws of Linwood. And that is Robots on Typewriters Balderdash. <laughs> it is so fun. Um, th- Casey, thank you so much for recommending this game. Um, It's phenomenal. We're going to play it all the time. You've just added something to our repertoire that will be there for ages to come. So. Yeah, the, the beauty of this is like, 
we were talking about it a bit before the show, but all of the games within this are not like topical of the moment. Like a lot of times we'll do like Oscars trivia or like something like that, where this is just kind of universal. We can play whenever. So yeah, this is going to be a go-to when it's like, ah, I didn't have time to make a game. Let's just play Balderdash. Yeah. And now it's all like already set up. It's great. I love it. Yeah. And um, speaking so, yeah. of it already being set up, yeah, like oh, any yeah. of our games now, once again, just wanted to reiterate, you can go ahead and check out all of our data sets on github.com slash robots on typewriters. Um, we can even go ahead and make all of our text gen RNN like collaborate collaboratories public. So yeah, yeah, we can go ahead and let you get in there and check them out yourself, run the code yourself and play around with them. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Um, and if like if you do and you enjoy it and you have something that you want to send us or if you have another game idea like this one, because clearly if you have a game idea, we're going to play it. Um, yep. You can you can send those right over to us. Um, you can email us at robots at batcamp.org. You can tweet at us. We're at Robot Typewriter on Twitter. And we're also on Facebook as Robots on Typewriters. And we live on a website called Batcamp. And our theme song is Video Challenge by Anamanaguchi. And this Friday, keep an eye out for the first episode of HCI at UCD. It's a new podcast I'm going to be hosting where I'll be interviewing different HCI researchers that come once a month and visit us at UCD. Uh, the first episode this Friday is going to feature Sean Rintel from Microsoft in the UK. I'll be asking him all about his research there and how he got started in industry rather than in the academic side of research. And before we get out of here, why don't I give you one more movie? Because I thought the movies yeah, were great. We and didn't get to much of them. Yeah, we didn't get to much of them. Uh, this weekend, if you're feeling a bit bored, want a nice night in, why don't you go check out the movie The Santa of the Moon? <laughs> Santa of the Moon? Ooh, what's he like? <laughs> He's just like your Santa, but a little but bit moodier. lighter. Or is he like Werewolf Santa? Mmm, Night Santa. Night Santa. Where Santa? <laughs> Where, Mom, Where Santa? <laughs> this is really demanding, kid. Mom. It is Christmas morning. Where Santa. <laughs> Where Santa. Where are we at? You can hit the randomizer just an button. Hour? No, I, I meant time wise. Uh, just an hour. Ju it's it's just an hour. <laughs> oh, hit the It's just an hour. That's what your just an hour siren sounds like. <laughs> It's a it's a very sad tugboat siren. <laughs> Just an hour sounds fun. 